My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, and I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And it is that time again. We're just a trio this week. But that won't stop us from talking about what we've been watching this month. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're going <laughs> to... We, listen, we may be down a man, but we're never down in spirit. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so that's that's what we do. At the end, last episode of every month, because the people love it. The people downright love it. Um, we just tell you what we've been watching and uh, what shows we what shows we think you might like. If you like the same sort of shows as us. Easy peasy. Uh, and I do believe Sky is going to start us off. Uh, Sky, what is a show y'all have been enjoying this month? Night Flower. I finished it. So, like, that, that's part of the reason I want to talk about it. Um, I want to say it was... I want to say it was 12 episodes, but I have to go check myself. Um, over on Vicky. No, that's a lie. I watched it on Cocoa. Cocoa, yes. It is, it is on Vicky, probably with Plus, if you do the yeah. Vicky Plus thing. But yeah. I do Cocoa side of it, because that's just what I do. Um, it is an NBC drama. Uh, and it did finish the 17th. Um, 12 episodes. And I have, I've kept up with this one pretty well. Like, I did get a little behind but like i i've kept up with this pretty well as it's been airing because i had looked forward to it ahead of time um it is to me i feel like there's a spectrum of seiguk mm. korean historical shows and i think that you definitely have like the bloody serious ones that have yeah. zero zero comedy in them so that's like a whole mm-hmm. entire extreme it's about the kind of have mm-hmm. Then you have a step out of that that's still pretty, pretty dark, but has a little bit of humor in it, which I would put like my dearest into that, but it was mm-hmm. st- a lot of blood still and a lot of pain. And then you start, then you start kind of moving into, there's kind of this, a lot of play here with lighter fantasy <laughs> sake hooks that they can get super silly. But even the super silly ones quite often, because it's set in a specifically, like this one is specifically set in a Korean historical time, it, even though it's a obvious, there's no supernatural element to it or anything. So it's like, it is Korean historical era. Uh, but it, it's comedy, but they're still like, oh, the bad guys are doing bad stuff and the bad stuff is pretty darn bad. Mm. it's yeah it's yeah it's political intrigue but then it's like oh people are dying yeah. kind of like rookie historian in my opinion it was kind of funny but like the bad stuff's pretty bad so you kind of have to put trigger mm. warnings on a lot of these shows like even the lighter ones because like yeah i find that's like a really do common show, do they show child abuse no but like is it discussed it is well you know like yeah. the things are there because that's mm-hmm. kind of part and parcel of the like you know suicide warning things like that do they show mm. it not really like it's all a thing so but it's still a very lighthearted show so i would it is definitely a comedy um action comedy i watched the behind the scene i watched a lot of behind the scenes i even watched honey lee's like her channel on her going to action school for this stuff and so it's been really fascinating to watch how hard she worked 
even before they started shooting mm. horseback wire stuff um she already knew how to do like kind of calligraphy drawing but that she went to do even more calligraphy training because that was That's a really part cool. of the show too um and it was pretty sweet because she took so she has her main character has like a servant girl that's like you know her best friend but also you know the person that serves her um so the the younger woman that plays that role the actress uh she took her to the calligraphy place too and her character is supposed to be really good at calligraphy and it was her but it was the actress's first time learning how to do it and so she was just terrified because she was like (laughs) i'm so bad at this and my character has to be really good (laughs) and this is like Really don't not worry, okay. don't worry. But Honey Lee was just Fine. so sweet to her. It's just very cute. Um, so I had a lot of fun like looking at the behind scenes stuff. But the show stares around. She's a wit. I think I've talked about it before too. But like she's mm. she's a <laughs> she's a widow, but she never saw her husband. Her husband supposedly died right before the wedding. Mm. Um, Classic. But she still has been living as a widow in the Josian era mm. and. That means that you really, have you no sit life. there and you have to just mourn your husband. And it's been 15 years for her. 12 or 15 years. I don't remember. A long time. Um, and she never even be- met the guy. Like, oh right, right, right. But Riddle. like, so she lives with her in-laws, like in her in-laws house, like pretty much in the little temple area to, to like mourn the husband like all the time. It's a whole thing. So, but because she's her and she... Like, her brother, her only family had been her brother, who then vanished, but her brother had trained her to do martial arts stuff. Like, that's the type of family that they had been from. So she's, mm. act, so she's like, I'm gonna go be this masked vigilante and, like, do the Robin Hood thing, and I will help all these poor people, because that's what I do. And so that's actually even how her servant girl came to be for her. Like, she found her on the street dying, and she, she brought her into the home. Things like that. Like, she's a very, very sweet caring person um but so she gets all dressed in black with a mask and just flies across the rooftops and is really good at beating people up like it's really fun uh so it's very silly um of course you have you suddenly have a captain of the guard wait i have a question i have a question Uh uh-huh is he hot yeah Uh Uh (laughs) Uh uh-oh uh so he's it's actor Lee Jung Hwan, which okay, he's, pretty hot. He, he's like a he's a model. Like, he's, he's a good looking fella. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, all right. You you know you know you're reaching very very mild status when he's played a gay character too, like gay best friend characters. Like he looks stylish, just like his face looks yeah. very stylish and stuff. So, uh, they don't. I it feels a little like a Nuno romance on some level because there is like probably an age gap between the characters maybe but there's definitely an age gap between like the actor and actress like yeah pretty obvious but they don't really play on that because the whole thing about widows they cannot get re- like that's that's a no like you you're actually really supposed to kind of off yourself you're really not supposed to even exist anymore so of course you to be a chaste woman you should not be getting remarried that is not a thing so i will say that is that's a part of the show but that is not near as much as you think the romance is pretty small Mm. compared to they kind of mostly become friends and partners in 
taking down like the big baddie of the show which is like kidnapping children to like sell them off and stuff and that is kind of the crux of the thing um there's kind of a mystery with the king involved you know all this stuff and of course the whole time she she's been holding out hope that her brother is her long lost brother is somewhere out there so that's a big thing for her character um he has the main guy has a mysterious past as well that's a whole thing they can't talk about then of course you have a secondary couple happening which is the uh so the main guy's older brother adopted older brother he's like the main secretary royal secretary guy and he he's played by um lee kiwu so yeah like, listen, I was already the, uh, planning on watching it, but, like, stop. The server girl is Park Sehyun, and she, she's great. So, it, it's it's the servant, you know, the best friend servant girl. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they pair yeah. off. That's usually how it happens. But, again, it's really not emphasized. Like, that is not really... It's usually what mask shenanigans are we going to get up to? What... Mm. She, Honey Lee usually kind of has to play two roles, essentially, of... The wearing white widow, and so she has to always do all this really pious type stuff, mm. and gather with all the women. So that's a thing. And then, but on the other side, she's doing all this like save the poor people. So it's 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 a good time. Um, I really really recommend it. Uh, but I mean, if you don't like the funny, it 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 it's very purposefully silly. A lot of the times, yeah. it isn't. It isn't as slapstick as you'd think, but since it's it, very action side of funny. Mm-hmm. Right. Explain. Uh, but like the the political aspects, they take up a lot of time, and it is a thing. So it's not just her doing stuff. It's like, oh, what is what is the main the left min? It's always the left minister. It's never anybody else. It's always the left minister. <laughs> Always, 100% of the time. Like, listen, and and they always just find the shiftiest looking, like, you're just like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you trust this person with your identity? Right. Like, get out of here. Like, well, and what's, love, what's tricky about that, that is, in this show, the left minister is her father-in-law. So, like, she's oh. he's actually very nice to her, and that is who she's, been, you know, who has, like, been giving a roof over her head for 15 years. Oh. Um... The shenanigans. The shenanigans. Uh, there's also a really cute little girl in it who, she was kind of an impoverished little girl. The dad sold her off for money to for his gambling debts. And so, no, she, the, the lead character of, like, Honey Lee's character swoops in and, like, tries to buy her. But in the meantime, the captain of the guard sees this happening. And try, so they're fighting over who to, who to buy. Who gets <laughs> to, to rescue? Little girl. <laughs> so they're like yanking so it's like funny but at the same time like okay just one of you like save the girl like yeah <laughs> one of you please um, like they're getting away come on now <laughs> so yeah it, it's it, it's a lot of nighttime like for a while he's very he can't figure out who she is right off the bat he figures out that's a woman that is not a t- like he he figured that out but everyone thinks it's this guy at night that saves all these people and stuff uh <laughs> And pretty, a few episodes in, he already starts being like, oh, I'm kind of an airbird. Hmm. But he doesn't ever act on that, really, because he eventually figures out, like, 
Widow can't do much about that. Um, so, and he's very straight laced. Like that's his character. Very, very fun. I highly recommend it for anyone. Give it a shot. Right out of the gate, there's a really good action scene. If you just want to even just see that, they spent a lot of time just on that action scene. I think what was really cool about the behind the scenes was when she was at the action school and stuff, she did a lot of action work with um, young women. Like, it, mm. she did a lot of her work with young women, even though, like, in the show, she ended up fighting a lot of guy character, like, guy action yeah. guys. Uh, but if you go to Honey Lee's channel, and it, it's really neat. Watch it, because... They really put her through the paces, and the also the action director. There, there was a guy, but for a lot of the stuff, there's this gal action director, and she, she doesn't let her stop. Like it's very like mm, scene after nice. scene after. And so eventually, Honey Lee's like dying. She's like, these twenty year olds are killing. <laughs> she's like, she's like, look at them. Please. They're amazing. They're stunning. Like the way Please she compliments all of them is just so nice. Uh, and she's like. But that director, she's crazy. <laughs> she's killing me. Um, but it was, but it was also cool to watch because then I watched a lot of the behind the scenes, like from NBC, and so it actually shows how they come up with a lot of these like action scenes, and then how Honey Lee in particular will come up kind of with the comedy aspects of it with some of them, like how to make something funnier. She so. has perfect comedic timing. So yeah, you <laughs> could tell like her expertise, and then there was even. There was a really cool moment. It was probably, I don't remember which uh, behind the scenes thing it was, but there was a moment where the lead actor guy, you know, he's so much younger than her. And he, he of course, the whole time calling her sunbait, like very, very respectful. And he sat and he started chatting with her and it was very much like, yeah, it must've been hers because I actually had English subtitles. There's English subtitles on her channel. Uh, And he was like, he was at first he was kind of bummed that he didn't have a lot of same age people around him so he thought he was going to be very uncomfortable but he realized all these much more seasoned people he could learn from them all Mm -hmm. and so he was talking to her about that and you could tell they had this the way it showed it and the reason that was on her channel is like she was trying to show like he took the opportunity to really Mm. learn from all of the people around him and he eventually became very chatty with like all of his senior people and stuff but you can tell they had a long deep conversation about like how she's been through that too and how having all of the people correct you all the time to make you a better actor Mm -hmm. like is good she goes that's priceless like that's what she said to him and so and i thought that was neat that she like included that in the Hmm. her channel stuff so that's really nice anyway Mm -hmm. cool show i won't give any spoilers very fun it was On Vicky or Cocoa. Yeah. Easy watch. It, the reason I ended up watching it so quickly was because it was my, like, palette cleanser for a lot uh, of yes. the other darker stuff I was watching. <laughs> so I was like, I'd always be like, oh, Nightflower. Nightflower is silly. I'm going to go turn that on. <laughs> nice. Amanda. So how about you, Amanda? Uh, I started watching a J-drama. It's... Mm-hmm currently airing so that's working very well for me right now because there's only like four or five episodes out and I think I'm on episode three or four so that works great in my not watching so much lately scheduling it is called uh Yamibato Kazuko Kazoku Kazoku it's or the English is the shady job family 
So this is a story about five strangers who answer a want ad for a part-time job where you'll get paid a lot of money. And they're all in various stages of their life that they need this. So these five strangers get together. The job is break into this empty house and steal the contents of the safe that got left in the closet there. And they're like, all right, the house is empty, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And so they do this. The cops show up. They run. Their getaway van hits a guy. They get out of the van. Look, he's covered in blood. Oh, my God. Let's run some more. <laughs> like Nothing we're doing today is above board. So we're yeah. just going to go. And they leave. Everyone thinks, okay, that's it. That's the end of, you know, we didn't get, there was nothing in the safe when they got there. And he's like, okay, well, they, this was a weird job, but okay, we're done. Someone beat us to it. And then they get, all of them get a text that says, uh, meet me tomorrow at this warehouse. Here's the address. If you don't want to go to jail. And then. A picture of the five of them standing in front of their van over this dead body and they're all like oh welcome so they go to this warehouse and they're like what's going on what you know and this gangster shows up and he's like so i saw what you did i took care of the body for you so but i took pictures of it first so i have the evidence that can put you in jail what i need from you is there is this incredibly wealthy man who has something in his house that I want, but because he's so wealthy, he has really good security. Mm-hmm. He's a very big family man. Y'all look like a family. So you're going to pretend to be a family, move in next door, befriend him and get this stuff for me, like rob his house. And they're like, sorry, what? And he's like, well, so these five people, there's two kids who are in their early twenties there's two middle-aged folks who are mom and dad. And then there's this grandpa and grandpa's an actual criminal. He's like got like 25 cases of, of petty theft and burglary. So like he actually has some skills here. He can pick some locks and he breaks into the safe and, you know, does that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff. So they move into, this is all the first episode. They move into this house. They befriend these neighbors. They, the son like walks their dog for them. They go over for dinner as a family. Like they just totally become friends. Then this family goes away on vacation. They're like, because they've become such good friends, they've figured out the code to the house and everything. They break in and they're like, holy crap, there's a ton of money here. And then stuff happens and it like, you know, implodes from there. And Ultimately, what winds up happening is that this situation, they escape from it again and and everything. And it's like, okay, so now what do we do? And gangster face, you know, shows up again and it's like, well, y'all work for me now. I have another job for you. And so uh, the second episode is, second and third episodes anyway, they're now they're running a family restaurant business while they keep an eye on these other gangsters and stuff. Like it's very weird, but very funny and very found family. Like 
they'll do this stuff and then they're all like basically they're living in this warehouse and, and they sit around the little table eating their cup noodles but none of them have families like none of, they all have different sort of sad mm. stories about how they wound up where they're at right now but they're all kind of really enjoying this being part of a family thing even though it's not a real family family's what you make of it really yeah like it could be a real family like it's it's very cute um i don't feel like this is giving anything away but the gangster is not who he appears to be i had it figured out about halfway through the first episode and then they reveal it to you at the end of the first episode so and it's just it's funny but it's also like a little bit scary they're dealing with a lot of gangsters and stuff not like real real scary you it's got that vibe of like you know nobody's gonna wind up dead like it's Mm -hmm. probably so what's the tone of it is it a comedy or what i would say comedy it's yeah like i if i had to peg it something like brooklyn 99 where they're like it's a comedy but there is some like you know there's some stuff happening at times and you're like oh okay like sort of like a leverage situation like that sort of vibe yeah yeah so i'm i am quite enjoying it it's not i was a little worried initially that maybe it was going to be darker than i thought it was Mm. going in but the what i had seen was oh i'm having a lot of fun with this and i thought like Fun is not the way people usually describe it if it's dark. Like, they're enjoying it, but you don't usually say, like, I'm having a lot of fun with this really super dark serial killer show or whatever. So I was like, that was why I was willing to give it a go. And so far, so good. Like, Hmm. yeah, I'm I'm digging it. Like, they, they open this little restaurant, and the problem is dad used to have a restaurant and he can't he can't not be good at it and so oh, like dang. they're they're so good at it it becomes like the best restaurant in town and they don't have they're so busy they don't have time to do their to do like, the crime yeah the <laughs> crime that they're there for like, like classic caper <laughs> yes so yeah so there's you girl boss too close to the sun today <laughs> crime family it's it's just so silly and like the dad is like the dad and mom just call each other mom and dad all the time like they don't i don't know if they don't remember what each other's real names are or they just don't care but they're like mom and dad and i thought for a little while that maybe the daughter was actually supposed to be younger than i thought she was because she's got that sullen teenage daughter thing happening Mm. that very well um and the main character is sort of the son character and he's just just, a method actor you know like they're just just yeah really into the role they're just passionate and grandpa's hilarious like he's just this goofy little grandpa like it's just very fun found family shenanigans and and crying and should i ask where it is it's in a place. Is it somewhere? Ah, okay. okay. Yes. Say less. Say less. Say no more. <laughs> Got it. We so, understand. Yeah. <laughs> you can find it if you believe in your dreams. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's probably not that hard. You could probably find it 
probably find it. Yeah, you can probably find it. Don't worry. (laughs) That sounds fun. Um, for mine, I'm gonna start with uh, I've been watching a lot of dark stuff, and like Sky, when you watch some dark stuff for like other things that we're working on, sometimes you're like, well, I gotta really like counterbalance this with something else. So I picked up uh, the Chinese rom-com, not rom-com, it's the Chinese romance sports show amidst a snowstorm of love. Watch the whole thing. It's on Vicky and it's on WeTV. Um, and in some places, apparently it's on Netflix. It's, it's not in Canada, but um, all right. So the basic plot is there's this girl who who is like a billiards player. Now I need to preface this by saying my knowledge of billiards is that it's played on a table with balls. That's it. You hit him with a stick. That's the only thing I know about billiards going into this show. And that's the only thing I know about billiards coming out of this show. It is on Netflix later. in the US or it's coming to Netflix. Coming, Netflix. Okay, it might be coming to Netflix in Canada. But when I watched it, it was just on Vicky and WeTV. Um, so she's in Finland uh, with her brother because her brother's going to go to university in Finland and she's there for like a competition. But the competition's not for like a little while. So she went there earlier with her brother to help her brother, like, find an apartment and stuff for this university he's going to. And there's this big snowstorm, and they don't have anywhere to stay. Like, something got messed up with their, like, reservations or whatever. And they meet a Chinese guy who's also there just chilling in Finland, okay? And when I tell you this man is the most intense dude... (laughs) you've ever met just for the record i've watched two episodes of it so i know what she's talking about he's he's the most intense man okay sky i had a big discussion about this which i'll get into later um and then he's like hey let me buy you a drink and i'll take you to your hotel like i'll show you around and then which is less sketchy than it's like that it sounds but like he, he so, wasn't skeevy about it i yeah, will be okay. gross like he's never like creepy there was another like, there was another dude involved like it wasn't yeah, there, was, there was were fine. other people and then you find <laughs> out that he was a like phenomenon genius billiards player who had like a disagreement with a judge when he was like 15 and was like fuck this i'm out and has now been like working on his master's degree in finland this is the actually the point of the show which made me laugh the most because like so she has an older cousin who turns out was like his best friend back in the day okay and then there's like a third dude and the three of them were like the billiards geniuses okay and they're like, oh, you got to get him to, like, he's wasting his life. You got to get him to come back to billiards. And I'm <laughs> sitting here watching this, like, the man's about to start his PhD. What are we talking about? He's wasting his life because he's not in billiards. And not only that, it's like he owns billiard halls, like, in Finland. Like, he has, like, a side hustle, not in school. Like, I'm sitting and, here, like, like, he gets to play whenever he wants. Yeah, so I'm just like, just because he's not competing, he's wasting his life. Anyway. He falls immediately in love. Okay, so he falls oh, immediately he, he in love. He is gone. He, he is falls gone. immediately in love. And I know what you're thinking to yourself. You're thinking, Natalia, you love simps. This man must be a simp. You must love his energy. 
Now I'm gonna tell you something. I don't love his energy, okay? <laughs> I don't love his energy. And this is this is where a good simp should have golden retriever energy. He has German Shepherd energy, if you know what oh. I mean. Like he's real <laughs> intense about it. Like he doesn't do anything creepy. He doesn't do it. He's not like violent or like weird. He's very just, polite. He doesn't do anything po- not asked for. Yeah, he, just to yeah, be clear. he doesn't like he, he doesn't like you know push her boundaries or anything but there's just something so intense about him that i'm just like yeah. and actually it's really <laughs> funny because i was reading like uh like a tweet where someone had translated like the actor who plays him uh, uh leo Wu, had like him talking about all his roles and basically how every male lead he's ever played except for the tennis one was been the worst dude ever. And his, his, his comment on this role was, ladies, I don't think you should immediately trust a guy who drink, who takes you out for drinks and tells you he'll take you home. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just gives you a drink on ask for. Yeah, but anyway, the show just progresses with a lot of billiards playing where D- he gets- does, does, So does the relationship go on at a breakneck pace? No, like, is it pretty like, quick? Or is it not? The thing about it is like, it doesn't like progress like it's not like a hot and heavy relationship or anything but it's just like the two of them are just like yes we are now immediately in love okay <laughs> like we are immediately we're this is the only person for me and they just progress like they don't like you know jump in bed together or anything but it's just like we're in love now for the rest of this show <laughs> and you're just like just from uh, the jump oh okay like you don't know anything about each other because like you know in episode one and two it's very it is very like we immediately have a connection which is some people have that so like that's whatever Um, but but like it just it reminded me of the intensity of like college relationships to where it's like 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 christian the the moment the moment you feel little chemistry with somebody it's like well i like well it's well, I'm hyper committed to this. Um, so yeah. I'm available these days like, in certain let's, times. Let's... Here's my schedule. It's very much. Here's my class schedule. You're going to see me at these. <laughs> they kind of yeah, had a conversation no, it... like that. And I was like, okay. It's very. Because like, he like, anyway, she like that her and her brother end up living at like his apartment with him and his roommate. Like, oh. um. But like nothing even happens there. Like he he like gives up his bedroom and like re- like redecorates the bedroom so that she'll like it better. Of course. And, and yeah. his roommate's just like, what are we <laughs> "You're gone, dude. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here?" Um, and then there's just like a lot of real high stakes billiards action that happens. Like a lot of billiards competitions. Now, here's my, this is my one main criticism of the show, and this was my same criticism of falling into your smile. Another sports, it was like a mm-hmm. sports C-drama that I did enjoy, is that these shows need to realize that not everyone watching the shows will be familiar with their very obscure, like, specific sport. Okay? <laughs> and so you should just, maybe just a little, explain how the game works so that, like, mm-hmm the gameplay will be a little bit more like engaging for people who have no idea what the rules of various types of there's like so many types of billiards out there and i don't know how the scoring works i don't know what the like the goal is 
like like obviously you're trying to get the balls in the hole but i i never know like sometimes it's like oh like they would hit one color of ball and the whole audience is like oh and i'm like i don't know why i I don't understand this game i I just Um, remembered a funny scene it was from episode one or two though i just thought it was really funny so like the main girl gets introduced to like she already has a friend and the friend has Mm -hmm. knows this Maybe Finnish girl, maybe Mary, like this yeah. white girl. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just another billiards competitor. Yeah, there are a lot of white Yeah, and like another another international billiards person. Mm-hmm. And so they're talking, and then, but the thing is, so the lead character's brother, they're like twin. they're fraternal twins. Yeah. They don't emphasize that much, but, they, but yeah. it's mentioned like, you're only three minutes older than me. It's like, okay, yeah, we're okay. talking fraternal twins. So like, and no, they don't look anything. Nothing they, like, but that's it's like it's fine so but what's funny is this the main gal mentions to these girls like she she already knew that just saying her brother's name they were going to like fangirl and so she's very purposefully was not saying his she hadn't mentioned that her brother was like evidently this renowned well that's okay that's her that's her cousin who she calls her brother because he's like her okay this confused me for a little while as well and he comes back and is very delightful by the way because the i will this will not that much this show is just like a romance with billiards like there's not much that's gonna spoil this but this was quite amusing they get together no 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 (laughs) yeah i I know right like you know that from the first time their eyes meet across the snow yeah they're gone like okay he's gone he is gone gone. (laughs) she takes a little longer but not not that much longer longer. Um, but the brother, because she like, saw him play cousin, billiards, and then she was gone. Yeah, and then so. she was like, "Well, I guess it's meant to be." So, like, the old cousin <laughs> shows up, and he was like her coach when she was little. Like, he taught her to play, and so you then find out that like there should be some bad blood between him and like the main dude because it's like they were on the same billiards team. But after this like incident, and he left, and everyone was like, "So like, oh, he abandoned the team, whatever." And so, like, there's, like, this really tense meeting. So you as the audience are like, oh, he's going to, like, object to, like, the two of them getting together. And that's going to be, like, the source of conflict. And then he, like, takes her aside. And he's like, so, when are you guys getting married? Like, I I can, like, convince the rest of the family of this. I think this is a great pair. And she's just like, what? of like just like mm, see you again she's like he's like i'm so glad you guys are getting together like i can tell this is true love big fan of this uh a lot of nice suits because apparently billiards is played in three-piece suits i um, did not know that information yeah like everyone's wearing suit vests and gloves and fucking ties wow. and shit. i'm like this is wild okay like I, <laughs> why i don't know I don't know why it has to be white. It never gets explained. Because none of it's explained. But um, (laughs) it was it was fun fun enough. Like it was, I wasn't bored during the thirty episodes. But but except for like a few like the long, you know, billiards playtime. I'm like I'm lost. I don't know. But I feel like if you like billiards, this might be the show for you, my friends. Um, Not what you've been waiting for. I know it's not super heavy on the whole like glory of China if you know what I'm talking about. In these kind of <laughs> but like it does, it does have a little bit because it's a Chinese sports show. 
So it does have a little bit about like, oh, China really needs to prove themselves on the world. I'm like, yes, because China in sports traditionally has had a hard time proving themselves on the world stage. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Like, they freaking sweep the Olympics every time. What are we talking about? <laughs> right? but, um, anyway, it, is, it was it was fun. It was cute. He was a little like was a little too intense for my tastes, but I'm sure that would appeal to a lot of people. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, okay. so that's uh, it's all, all the episodes are out. They weren't all out when I was watching it, but they're all out now. Uh, 30 or 40 minute episodes. It's, it's based on a story that was written by the same author as Go Go Squid. So like, yeah. if you're curious. But it is it is different. Very like, different. Natalia yeah. and I kind of sussed out like how we, we yeah. talked about that together. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's enjoyable and uh, I, you know, I thought it was fun. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, Sky, uh, what else are you watching? House of Ninjas. I'll talk about Captain and King later. Because you can't talk about much of it because, like... Yeah, it's anyway. still airing. So, <laughs> and, I, and I will not spoil House of Ninjas, so don't be scared. House of Ninjas is on Netflix. It's a J-drama. And it's about ninjas. Imagine that. Um, it is about yes. a, fam- a family of ninjas. It's only eight episodes. And the episodes are really not that long. I want to say they're around 45 minutes, 50 minutes, if I remember right. Um, so well done. So fun. Um, I cannot tell you lots about it, obviously, but, um, at the very beginning, it's very, like, you can, because something happened, they're, they're trying to be just not a ninja family. They're trying to just be people. And so you even have, like, yeah, there's a very young boy, like, he's, what, six or seven, he is adorable through the whole thing and such a good little actor. And he does not know they are ninjas. He has not been told. Okay. So like they've okay. kept him in the dark. But then there's like then there's a teenage girl. Then you have a then there were kind of two older brothers, and then you have the mom and the dad. And then you have grandma and a cat. There's black cat. Is with it, wait, question, face. Okay. question is the Persian cat <laughs> ninja? <laughs> you it's alluded to maybe but they don't go very far with that so anyway, well, well, well. grandma it's you can tell that because of a thing that happened they're trying to all be normal or you can tell the dad has tried to make that decision for the entire family that we are not we are not going to be shinobi anymore and you can tell that was not necessarily agreed upon with all of the members of the family Gotcha. So you start seeing the things in a lot of, but not, not every member. So like they're the brother and he's kind of the main character, kind of the main character. He, he's, he just does vending machine stuff. Like he just fills vending machines now. But what's funny is when his partner worker guy, like, isn't looking and he's standing really far away from the vending machine and he's needing to load it. He just throws the soda. Classic. Really classic. <laughs> nice. Love it. It's like, it's like, that's the type of shenanigans that, like, so it yeah. is funny, but it really doesn't go super far with that. There is, you know, there's some violence. Ninjas. Mm-hmm. So, there you be. Um, you know, there's a, so it kind of talks about the backstory of stuff, shows the past, like, what happened to make this. The family owns a sake company, a sake brewery, and... The dad, of course, wants the son to take over. The son does not want to take over. 
Also, when you're a ninja, you can't drink. So, like, that's a thing. So, so like, Sakaburi. Anyway, that's their light cover. Uh, the mom is super bored and does not. She, you can tell she never agreed to this new life stop change. doing the ninja stuff. Yeah. Um, the grandma is a reti- She's retired, so she gets to eat meat and stuff now. <laughs> so that's the whole thing. Um, but when the little boy doesn't know, you know, the little boy doesn't know. So even at home, or like, you know, first 10 minutes of the show, it, it kind of shows the little boy, like, he's in the front yard, and then he goes and he takes his shoes off, and he goes around to get to the dining table inside. And Grandma was in one room, and suddenly she's at the dining table a little too fast for a normal person, much less mm. a grandma character. <laughs> and the little boy's like, and he's a smart little boy, and he's like, Something's up. How did she do that? Like, he's very, how, and- and you keep wondering, he keeps on trying to measure the house on the outside, like, with his feet. And he, like, in the notebook, he's been trying to figure out why it, our house, like, doesn't make sense. Because, oh, because there's all these, cookie. like, hidden passages and stuff in it that he doesn't know about. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's cute. Awesome. Um, Essentially, it, and the reason it kind of becomes a little bit funnier, there ends up being, like, a bureau that, like, is head over all the ninjas and make sure that they do do the bidding of whoever. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's, oh, the bad guys came back. You know, just the typical yeah, typical the stuff. But the fun is kind of spy family, essentially. Oh, I like it. Uh-huh. Like, you just get to see, it's really the interpersonal, like, the growing up of these kids and stuff and how there was a tragedy and so that was a thing. Um... Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's really fun. One thing I did want to point out in particular, two things. The way it's shot, um, it's very, very realistic. Like, you can see everybody's pores, like that type of hyper-realistic lighting. So kind of interesting with that. So, like, whenever they're being just normal people, it's not like they're pretty normal people. It's like, we see, like... We see your nose hairs type. You look like a normal person. We're not going to... The lighting's yeah. a little harsh, like, on purpose. It's kind of okay. interesting. Um, and then the use of music. They use a lot of kind of older, uh, older like, not really folk rock, but, like, w- Western, so, like, American and British music. So, like, they have English hmm. music throughout a lot of the show. So even if there's, like, this really intense fight scene, the music that they purposefully play during it will be a little lighthearted. So they, like, so that's how they do the tone a lot of the times. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't some serious stuff that happens. Again, trigger warnings for things like, you know, suicide, quote-unquote. There might be a cult involved, so there you go with that stuff. <laughs> Natalia Prince. You beat right? my interest. Yeah, I, I really what? didn't want, but like you know, it's it's just a couple episodes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the things that come thereof, like ninjas and culty things. So like typical things with that politics too, a little, little bit. Mm. Um, because as far as the family does get orders from. The bureau within the government that tells them to do stuff. They're not allowed to do mm. anything outside of that. Mm. So, I think it's very cute. I had a really good time. Like, I binged it pretty quick. Nice. Not, like, one sitting, but just a couple days. I had a really good time with it. Um, 
So if you're interested in ninja-y things, the little boy is so cute. Like, so, so cute. And then the teenage girl character, she's real fun. Like, just, there's a lot of cool stuff. But also, they try to be normal people, too. It's adorable. People trying. That's cute. You know. Like, when you're a bored housewife and you're also a ninja, you just go and you start stealing spices from the grocery store because you can't think of anything else to do with yourself. So, that type of energy. Gotcha. Oh, and then she, essentially, she she starts going back to ninja stuff without telling the husband. So oh, she's pulling a Mr. A... Incredible. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, and then of course that becomes a sticking point as it does. So right. Netflix super easy to find. Um, nice. I will say, I don't. Th- I should have looked because I think Netflix even has kind of a a way they phrase these types of things, but. It wouldn't surprise me if there's a season two the way it ended. Mm. Like, as far as the way it built up to something else. So, but I have not seen news of that or anything. I'm just going off of how the arc went, in my opinion. Gotcha. So, and you know how Netflix does. Like, here's your eight episodes. Here's your other eight uh-huh. episodes. Things like that. So, here's the last day. Here's, here's a, there's two episodes randomly. Oh, here's here's Bridgerton. I know every other time we've put it out all in one time in one season, but this year we're gonna split it in two for no friggin' reason. Uh-huh. Thanks, Netflix. <laughs> Love it. You're not energy. you're not bitter about that. Listen, okay. Why do I? No, you know what? I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. Okay. Like me and well, Bridgerton. So- I don't want to get into it. <laughs> so House of Ninjas, I do want to preface, like, on a personal note, I thought House of Ninjas was coming out on Valentine's Day. I had gotten my husband, like, we were going to at least watch episode one. And I didn't know if it was all dropping. Like, no one had said if all it all was dropping. We, none of us knew. First of all, I got the start date wrong. It started on the 15th, not the 14th, which, fine, whatever. Uh, and then, yep, all the episodes dropped. And I'm like, well, that is a lot of time all at once, so we will not be doing that. <laughs> This was a fun dream that we had right now. But Just I actually this, would but... really recommend House of Ninjas for pretty much anybody. Oh, no so no Asian drama expertise required. As far nice. as if someone's into action-y stuff and kind of likes ninjas, they should totally go for it. That's It's cool. a very easy entry into anything like that. Uh, trying nice. to think if they spoke English at any point. They To me, I don't think they really used much English within the dialogue, but except for a lot of English music. So it was interesting hmm. how they did that. Hmm. Very fun. So how about you, Amanda? Uh, I actually did complete a series, a <gasps> Chinese series, no less. Whoa. And I know what you're thinking. Like, that's a lot of episodes. It wasn't. It was a short series. So um, <laughs> it went with short Fair episodes. Enough. So it's a series called Our Parallel Universes. And it... it just came out this year i watched the first like five episodes because that was all that was out and then went back a couple weeks later and the other i think there's 12 episodes total were out um it is based on a novel called master and me but i couldn't find Hmm. any other references and when i tried to look up like that's all i got but it like it's on aishi and aishi offered it to me and i was like "Eh, why not Parallel universes? That sounds interesting. So I click play. What it is, is essentially like a sketch comedy show. 
where it's not all comedy, but it's the same two male leads who kind of like an Abbott and Costello or Carol Burnett show kind of a thing where you've got the same actors in completely different characters and completely different stories. Each episode is a self-contained story. Once in a while, when it, like when you get to the later ones, there'll be like maybe a comment, like a callback to something else. Mm. But completely unrelated characters from story to story. And like the first story is set in um oh what like Republican era okay. China and like one of them is this super famous dumpling master who has this restaurant that you have to wait for like five years to get a seat at the table kind of thing and the other is this guy who reviews restaurants and basically is like hates everybody and you know gives bad reviews of everything and it's just absolute nonsense absolute nonsense with beautiful sets like this mm. restaurant like it gorgeous and then it like and it's just it just gets ridiculous it's a whole it's a whole eating experience and you know it's a whole thing and then and you're like what what am I watching? What, you know, like it just, it gets totally bonkers, but it's still good. Like it's very funny and very like watching that first episode, it very much had like an Abbott and Costello kind of vibe to it where the, the conversation they were having just seemed to go in circles kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But then the next episode, completely different. We're farther back in the past. And one of them is a, He's a really lazy dude who just doesn't want to do anything. And he happens to get like three wishes from an earth God. But you know how three wishes work. It's never what you think you're going to get. The so, monkey's paw situation. Exactly. Like another another so, finger curls on the monkey's paw. Yes. It, <laughs> and, and that one, one of my favorites. Like it was just a really good little story. 25 minutes and hmm. tells you a whole story. And then there's like a there's a story about two brothers who were maybe criminals who were hiking to the top of a mountain or something. And then one brother pushes the other one off and you're like, well, what's going on here? So that's a whole story. There's a revenge story about like this guy who wants revenge on his high school bullies. But again, there's going to be a twist every time there's a twist. Um, there's, Can't help themselves. Yeah. Right. And, they the two have great chemistry together they um they work together really well there are very famous guest stars and people who i assume are very famous guest stars that i didn't recognize but you're like mm, this person is clearly famous like just, the, just the way they're being <laughs> Yeah. centered in this story clearly like there's one story where it's like um this guy his whole family was killed by this evil you know martial arts master and so he's come to track him down and everything and the lady who runs the tea house that they have their confrontation in is like a martial arts master and very clearly actually is because she does these stunts where she like, you know, catches vases on her foot above her head and stuff. And you're like, 
this is not just you know. Like, this, and is, then, this is a famous like martial arts actress right is, now that I just am unfamiliar that, with. So I think that's one of the issues that I had with it is that there's clearly some things in the where I'm not Chinese. I don't get it, right? I don't have the background, so the story doesn't, maybe the details are getting lost on me. I, I enjoyed all of them, but some I enjoyed more than others because they were a little more universal in the storytelling. And some of them, you just know you're missing things, especially because some of them, I recognized who the, the guest stars were and stuff, right? So I was like, oh, hey, it's, like, it's that guy from that show. Like, that's cool. And then, so then you're sort of wondering in the other episodes, you're like, I wonder who the famous guest star is in this episode that I just don't know because I have. You're not just not familiar. Just you not know. familiar. Yeah. And like, one of the stories was like, a, sort of a side story of Journey to the West, but like, not characters who are actually in Journey to the West, mm. almost like if Journey to the West were a play, they were like the stage hands behind the scenes doing stuff. But like, let's tell the story from their perspective kind of thing. So some of them very silly, some of them very serious. Like I literally cried during one of the stories because it was that intense and the story was so well done. So I, it's hard to say sometimes that, that, you know, there's something for everyone, but I think there kind of is. Like, there's like, sounds however, pretty varied. However. So <laughs> however, some of the ones they, like I said, some of them loved them. Like, absolutely. The first four or five episodes, I was so into it. And then the last six or seven, it was sort of like hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. But it might have just been my mood or something too like I just might not have been in the mood for those particular stories so um but yeah totally it's on Aishi it's all out now like 12 episodes all subbed and ready to go and nice little bite-sized snips so because they're each one-offs it's little like super short drama specials and you can chop one off in an evening or something if you just have a little bit of time. Hmm, nice. Hmm, sounds fun. Uh, my second one here was also on IGE and is also a C-drama, but very different vibes here. Um, so I started watching, it's a C-drama that just came out. Like, literally, it's a 24-episode C-drama that aired between February 1st and February 11th because Chinese dramas have no chill with their airing schedules. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was called My Special Girl. And, okay, the plot of this, I gotta admit, the plot was not, was not bad. Okay, and I'll, I'll explain why. It seems pretty, like, common, but stay with me here. You have this guy who's, like, a software engineer with dead parents, the classic. and <laughs> And he's, like, trying to, like, make like a robot that can like analyze people's emotions like a helper sort of like ai helper like you know like a google home that knows how you're feeling okay that's basically like what he's up to um and then it's not going great okay like but he's doing his best okay he's got like a cast of characters at his little company meanwhile 
um, there's this girl who loves singing, but her mom's bit of a tight ass about performers and like for some reason it's never really explained why, but like hate singers for some yeah. reason and so it's like it's been like forbidding her daughter from ever participating in talent shows or like and you're just like why like <laughs> what are we doing here ma like and so she's been studying like early childhood education but does not want to be a preschool teacher okay <laughs> no 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 interest but she has a secret life okay where she like dresses sexy and wears a mask and has like a, a live singing show that she does like a live stream singing show yep. which is taking place in the like the office building like across the hallway from this dude's like company so it's like it's like one of those shared you know high-rise buildings um and so she keeps running into him as both her like live stream persona and then just her everyday like person who just dresses like a you know it's like sweatshirts and like whatever and so she falls immediately in love with him because of course like even though he's like fine like he's like 10 years older than her and he's like does not reciprocate whatsoever but that doesn't matter for these plots but he doesn't recognize her <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't recognize that they're the same person and so at first it's like they're saying that he has like facial blindness he does not have facial blindness okay it's just like he can't recognize like if someone gets like done up and has like a lot of makeup he doesn't realize that's the same person as I mean, oh, Hannah Rowling. Montana, it was... Exactly, like, it's a real <laughs> Hannah Montana situation. <laughs> but unlike in Hannah Montana, they actually look, like, she looked significantly different between, like, the two personas. So I was like, I could see how anyone wouldn't realize that right. she's the same person because like she even puts on like a different personality so she's like kind of sassy oh uh, yeah so and, then like that's you know, totally different and then like and in her normal life she's like you know your classic clumsy plucky like cute girl so she decides that she's gonna try to go like work for his company despite the fact that she has absolutely no like <laughs> no skills in that thing. but like <laughs> all of all of like the guys that work at this office think that she's just delightful and charming so they're like oh you should hire like we should find a job that she can do at this company and they're like oh but you have to like get past like the boss but she just is like really nice and genuine and he's like you know what we actually need a nice genuine person if we're making a robot that's like helping people with emotional problems and so like he's like okay we do have a job for you you can go out and like take pictures of people like, in different, like, just out in the public with different emotions and situations that we can, like, feed into our database to, like, so that's what she does all day. Anyway, obviously, uh, it is a rom-com, heavy on the com, heavy on the rom. So, like, <laughs> you've got the classic. Like, she has her childhood friend who's been using her to, like, dump girls for years who, like, suddenly realizes, like, as soon as she has a, you know, a possible guy interested in her is like, oh, like I guess it's time. It's now time for me to finally make my move after twenty years. And you're like, honey, what are we doing? And then she lives with her aunt, who's also a live streamer, but her aunt works for like a like an NGO. 
and um, does like cooking live streams, but she's really bad at cooking. So they're like comedy cooking live streams, sort of. Thing. <laughs> and uh, the main dude's best friend uh, also is like a guy coming in to like do work at this NGO as well. And like she gets dumped by her fiance in like the first episode that you meet her. And so he's like, Hello, I'm the handsome best friend of the male lead. And you're like, okay. I, oh no, I, handsome I, best friend. Oh no. But what there's one thing that happened that this is this is what I was already I was telling Sky about this. We were just talking about nonsense we were watching. That this was like it was about halfway through where they go on their first date. So this guy is ten years older than her, so she's like twenty two and he's thirty-two. Um and so this was this was the, the, what sold me on this show was the sequence of events where <clears throat> They're both getting ready to go on this date, and he uses one of those, like, cheesy little apps that, like, guess your age apps. And it guesses that he's 35. And he's like, oh, do I really look this old? And then, like, he's texting, like, someone about this, like, little, like, you know, app. And the person's like, yeah, I keep saying everyone looks way younger than they do. And he's like, oh, God. So he's like, okay, I gotta, like, listen, everyone's gonna think I'm a creepy old man, so I gotta, like, look younger. So he's asking his roommate, who's the, the guy dating the aunt, and who dresses like a college frat boy, and he's like, I'll help you out, I'll help you out, like, I'll dress you out. And then, meanwhile, she's, like, using the app, which does say she looks like she's, like, 16, and she's like, oh no, like, I... I don't want him to look like a creepy old man because I look so young. So she then, so he like abandoned, he wears three-piece suits all day, every day. So he's like now abandoned that for like a youthful like look, like, you know, like the idol look or whatever. And meanwhile, she has now put on a suit because she's like, I look older. So they show up to this date with each other's vibes and they're both just like, huh. And it's, oh boy. At one point, someone asks if she's his real estate agent, and she's just like, <laughs> "It's good." So, but the, nice. it has the same criticism I have for a lot of C dramas, and it's fine. Is that I didn't realize I was watching the last episode when I was watching the last episode because it didn't because <laughs> it didn't feel like the show was over. And then all of a sudden it was like, we're done. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, huh? Huh? But like, besides that, it was, it was fun. It was goofy. It was, you know, good romance. Um, it's just a classic, a classic. And what humor. was the name? It was called My Special Girl. It's on Aichi. It's 24 episodes. They're not very long, like 40 minute episodes. Um, 24 episodes, sorry. Um, should have been 30 because there was clearly more story that was like it ended kind of just like abruptly in a plot involving the mom and I was like oh okay I guess we're done with this story now um <laughs> you know it's, it, sure. it is what it is but it was you know what I enjoyed it anyway it was cute uh yeah that's on my cheat check it out boop boop yep uh now, before we leave you, we will do our traditional speed round, where we quickly just go through some other stuff we've been watching. Sky, take it away. Give us the speed round. What have you been watching? So, I will talk about Captain the King really quick, since I can't give a lot away. But what I will say about it is, very, very well acted. It is on Netflix. Um, 
as of recording right now, there's 12 episodes out. It will be a 16-episode drama. Uh, when this episode drops, when this podcast episode drops, there will be a couple more episodes out because it mm. drops on the weekend. So um, anyway, I'm loving it. It is pretty intense, very court-heavy because you, you're dealing with a main character mm. that starts off as a prince. And then, I'm not giving anything away. It's obvious in the description. He becomes king. So like, that's... So you're going to be in the palace a lot. That's that's what you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say, the things that I can say are, so, just, the acting is phenomenal, and the female lead character, she is dressed as a dude from square one, like, when they meet. Um, she is a Baduk player who is a camp, like, a, gambling to get money in order to f- free people from Qing or Ming. Like, there's there's two Chinese entities, like, at war, you know, kind of against each other at the time that are kind of around Joseon. Like, it's a whole thing. So, um, like, that's why she's doing that. She's trying to free her... She's trying to help... She's a noble... She's a noble lady, but, like, trying to do something helpful. Yeah. Um... So, pretty much, he comes across her when, you know, she doesn't know he's even there. And someone said something bad about, like, oh, we think that because he was in Ching for so long, like, he must be a spy. Like, you know, no one trusts him now. And so she stands up for him, like, very, like, very resolute. Like, no, like, there's no reason to doubt his stuff, whatever. And so, immediately, he's gone. He's like, I like this person. They're standing up for me and everyone else thinks I suck so like you're my person now because you you're nice um and so for the first few episodes like his character is very sweet overall um going through a lot of issues with like the king at the time whatever it's his brother so machinations machinations happen and then he becomes king and there's a three year time jump that I can't talk about but like so she winds up like in the like getting a chance to be because he's hiring a pretty much a Baduk teacher, someone to come play mm. Baduk with him when he's king, which like that's hard to find, and he's really good. So uh, they have a competition, she wins, and so like again, he does not know. He thinks it's a he. Like the for a lot of a lot of episodes, the cross dressing is working for the king. So like and he does there's a lot of there's a lot of Mulan type I, I, I guess I'm attracted to dudes now type energy. Uh so that's that's kind of fun. Um there's a whole episode that's pretty funny about that. There are a little bit light moments, but it is a lot of a lot of court intense stuff. Um Again, there's a lot of machinations. A lot of the characters cannot go into that. So, if you don't like political machinations within the palace, probably do not pass go. Do not watch yeah. unless you just want to watch like the first or two, one or two episodes. But like, it it is very politics heavy, and it does get pretty intense to where they really do make you emotionally invested. And in, like, there's a little there's a there's eventually a little young prince kid. He's very cute. And then there's a princess and she's a little bit older and they're, they're just very sweet. And they were the mm. kids of the former king. So like 
they're his niece and nephew and they're very sweet and he's pretty nice to them and stuff and so you're very invested in these kids and all of a sudden machinations happen and you're like oh no i'm really concerned about these children <laughs> i'm like oh. <laughs> you know and so then like you get really on edge like pretty quick like oh no um because palaces are crazy and so it's really not a like leisurely i'm just gonna chill and watch captivating uh-huh. the king it's like and and the whole thing about captivating like the title mm. In the first episode or two, when he's still Prince and they're just like Badook buddies and they play a little bit, uh, he gets in a situation where, or maybe they hadn't even met yet, but he gets a situation where someone asks him like what his favorite poem is and he recites this poem about captivation and how captivation is a very dangerous thing for someone to like have power over you. And it wasn't just in like a love sense, it was also kind of like in a political sense as well. So like... Mm -hmm that's that's why the title it's not just about love it's also about because people kind of get power over him and it's all about stuff like that so the reason i'm loving it it's just so well acted like the writing's great the acting's great costumes are lovely Hmm. it's fun cross-dressing you know we love it can't beat it um we love cross-dressing we love it we love it big fans you love big a good fans Nunes. we love a good cross-dressing <laughs> plot so i had to mention all that um because i did watch a lot a lot of that but loving it it is putting me into an era with lead male because that's the way I am. um i watched one episode of dr slump um the only reason I didn't continue on it, I had to do a bazillion and one other thing. So, like, it was interesting. I just didn't have time to sink more into that. Uh, I did watch three episodes of Branding in Song Su, which mm-hmm. is over on Vicky. Uh, Dr. Slump's on Netflix. Um, Branding in Song Su, that's the one where there's going to be body swapping eventually. Right. And it's... And... Three episodes in, there's no body swapping, and so I will eventually get to where I at least want to see the body swapping happen, but, like, again, I had other stuff to do, like, for the podcast and stuff, so. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a thing. Uh, I did try out A Killer Paradox on Netflix. It was not for me. I did go two episodes in. Totally not my jam, but a lot of people might love it. It was very interesting. I will say that. A very, the one thing I will say is, like, it's one of those K-dramas that you have reality of what's really going on, and then sometimes you think something's reality, but it's also just, it's suddenly just in their head, and then there was a lot of hallucinations happening as well. So, like, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of mind, visual mind play stuff happening. So, like, mm-hmm. just know that that's a thing. Um, very bloody, I mean, obviously. So that's... Yeah. Warning for people, you know. Mm-hmm. It also it's based on the uh, like murder diary, like that's that's what that mm-hmm. one is. So, Kill paradox. Very well acted, though. I will say that. Um, and then we we've done a lot of watching heavy stuff for the podcast this past month. So I'm just going to mention, yeah. like, so go check out our stuff where we. Did Shot for Killers, so I watched that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the Exchange episodes. So I watched a lot of Circle. I'm not quite done with it, but I just need to invest a couple more episodes in that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Exchange episode, Drama Exchange, so go check that out. And then we did an episode on three queer J-dramas, so I mm-hmm. watched a bit of Chaser W, 
I love you and you. And I became the lead of a BL drama. That's all over on Gaga Ooh La La. If you want to hear us talk about that, check out that episode. Uh Um, Uh 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 And working for future stuff, I did watch... I watched the entirety of a J-drama, Please Love Me. It's on Vicky. Um, as far as why I'm watching that. Yeah, I guess you'll find out later. Yeah. <laughs> but I really did enjoy that one. The J-drama. It was really cute. It was old. I'm not saying it's old. It was like, what, 2006 or something? You know, like, it really wasn't. Mm. Might have been 20. It's probably 2016. I don't but remember. Yeah. I don't remember. It's older. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, old, old, old. So, yeah. but it was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that. I'm almost done uh, We Go Fast on Trust. It's a C-drama about race car driving. Um, Really enjoying it. I'll be honest, there's a lot of um, office stuff Mm -hmm. about the car company. I'm fast-forwarding through that right now because I just don't care. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't have the time and I don't care. And it doesn't really affect your enjoyment of the leads together like every once in a while you something will happen you're like okay maybe i gotta rewind that for a second and and watch that again there seems to be a kind of a romance happening with the the sister who runs the company and her like right hand man and i dig Mm -hmm. that so like sometimes you gotta go back to the office so that you can watch them look at each other but um in general, I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't care that your car company is in trouble. Back to the racing. Back to the romance. So, but the leads together, fantastic. Like, it, it's just when the leads are together, and even when they're not together, but it's focusing on the cars and the racing, like, and mm. the, it's great. It's very, very good. Uh, I am still in my anime era. We've reached the uh, Sky Islands, the Sky Pia, I think it's called, Ark of One Piece. So we're having fun there. They're swimming in the clouds and hanging out. It's a good time. Uh, solo leveling is still going. It's it's good. It's interesting having read the books already. Um, and then we're watching, and you can see how they are combining certain scenes from the books mm-hmm. so that visually you can tell the story faster and it's kind of neat like they do some neat things where it's like when he'll be in a, a battle or he's in a situation where he's fighting demons in this dungeon and then it'll cut to somebody else who's talking about stuff that sometimes happens in dungeons and then you'll mm-hmm. go back to the dun- like and it's so it's kind of nice we're thinking about it and we're going yeah in the books like that was a whole chapter and this was a whole yeah. chapter and now it was one scene and it was done you know so we're yeah. like, oh, okay cool cool um we're enjoying it it's very dark and bloody and i mean murdering yeah, so well, so, so, so like, was the manwa so it makes like, sense yeah, like exactly it just it was very it's a dark story and uh, yeah still uh watching sign of affection freaking adorable like it's just so soft it's so soft the colors are soft the story is soft it's just 
soft and sweet and very, very cute. Um, yeah, and I, like, inhaled Yuri on Ice for drama exchange. You can hear more about my thoughts on that um, <laughs> in that episode. So, yeah, that's kind of... I, there was something else. I can't remember what it was right now, but there was something else that I started. And then I was like, nope, not nah. like, you know, you like into like the first episode and you're just like, nah, it's not hitting. So I don't remember what it was. So uh, <laughs> Locked fair enough. <laughs> clearly was not for me. So. <laughs> How about you, Natalia? What else have you been? Oh, boy. Okay. So <laughs> I finished Marry My Husband, Chef's Kiss, okay? Not going to talk about it now because once hmm. once Sky finishes it, there may be a live stream coming next month where we will discuss it. So uh, you should come back for that. You should join our Discord because we always announce what live streams we're doing over there and on Twitter and stuff. Anyway, um... I watched, I'm just going to shock you, another sea drama. <sighs> I know. Um, called Somewhere Only We Know. It's from uh, 2019, and it was just like, I was just on Netflix, and it was like, hey, here you go. And it's <laughs> like, we recommend this. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Um, basically, it's about this uh, English major who gets accused of cheating uh, on a test by like the proctor who's like a phd physics student um she didn't it was like a whole misunderstanding classic it's like the first that's like the first scene and so they immediately like hate each other but you know what happens when an attractive you have man strong and emotions a towards a have strong emotions towards yeah. each other um and then oh no like he also speaks russian and for some reason for her fun elective she's decided to take russian and um she wanted something easy huh yeah and then the the russian professor is like off on a sabbatical so guess who comes in to be the sub Uh uh-oh um it was it was cute it was uh 24 episodes um i enjoyed it it was another one of those where the sea dramas where it's like they got they got to the ending and realized oh shit that we were only allotted 24 episodes and we still got like easily five more episodes of content that we're not going to squeeze into one but it was good it was good um <laughs> the I, pacing I is always questionable <laughs> the pacing was so good up until like the last four episodes and then it's like suddenly it, where suddenly it realized oh shit i ran it like we've 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 got too much story left to tell and we're just gonna <laughs> Some, like we're just going at speed like she, like a lot of decisions were being made at breakneck speed by these <laughs> characters like a lot was going down which was bizarre because the show was kind of like a slice of life like slow moving show up until then so it was just like oh oh geez okay um but i did i did i did really like it um i'm still watching intern in my heart which is a thai show on btv um about it's a nuna romance and nuna romance like she's like in her mid-30s and he is 20 um and also he is golden retriever simp okay <laughs> like and she's not like like he he's directing the romance he's like yes but also like the the 
she's she's a fashion designer he's a fashion student who comes in as an intern but it's not enough for that like that would have been enough of a plot to like do it but no he also has a magical ability that when he touches someone he can see what they've been up to for like the last 24 hours like he's like magical like psychic telemetry but it's also giving him heart failure every time he does it and when he touches her it doesn't hurt like it does with everyone else the classic um it's it's cute it's cute um I watched on IG because sometimes IG is just like, hey, you want to watch something real dumb? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, Hit as a me matter with of it. fact, I do. And it was a very short form, and I'm talking short form show called My Piggy Boss. 12 15 minute episodes. Okay. Short. Um, about, it's a classic. Do you remember what that show, like My Husky Boss? Same thing. But he turns into a pig instead of a dog. But instead of it being like a genetic experiment gone wrong, um, his father was, or his grandfather or someone, was like a butcher who killed a lot of pigs. But it turns out there were aliens who came to Earth that looked like pigs, and they punished him for being a (laughs) butcher. And they punished him for being a butcher so that it's like... So is this one of those things that they were aliens because they had to be aliens because they can't be fairies? I I think so. I I think so. But when I tell you, I have not laughed louder at a show than when they had this scene. Because, like, they made, like, like, instead of showing, like, a pig alien, they made, like, a shadow puppet of, like, a pig with, like... (laughs) <laughs> and then it's like the pig would be like like a shadow on the wall like you are being punished by the alien pigs <laughs> and you're just like what is this show anyway and he's you know and you've got you know Sundere mean boss who turns into a pig and then you've got the cute plucky so when you say pig girl. is it like a cute mini pig cute or are we talking a large pig no, a cute a little mini like pig Little pig. Mini pig. Like she has Little. like she carries him around in like a basket. Like she has like <laughs> a whole setup. So it's like she doesn't initially know that it's him. Like she doesn't see him turn into a pig. So she brings him home. So like she's like, okay, I guess you're gonna be my pet pig. And she brings him home and then like he, you know, wakes up the next morning with him naked in her bed, right? Like that's the classic. And then it's like, whoa, he's like, come down, I was the pig. And you're just like, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, that's normal. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You know, sure, sure. And, that, and then it's like, you, the, like you meet his mom, and the mom's like, and it's just like the classic, like, okay, she thinks that the mom's gonna like pay her money to like get away from her son, but the mom's like, no, you have to fall in love with my son because if he doesn't find a, you know, a, the love of his life by the time he's twenty five or whatever, he'll be stuck age, as a pig. He'll be stuck as a pig forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was goofy. goofy. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was very, very silly. Um, I'm watching the currently airing J-drama Sugar Sugar Honey. Oh, uh, yeah. How is it? Um, It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Um, We've got another intense dude. He's not as intense as previous, but, like, he's a little more intense than her who clearly has never 
been in any sort of relationship or spent a lot of time around men is used to. Um, so she was like a, a marathon runner who had an injury, so she couldn't do marathons anymore. So she got a real job, real job as a like working at a hotel. And he's the like the patissier at the hotel restaurant, which is like like famous for their things. And he uh, basically is like, hey, and she loves desserts. And he's like, hey, do you want to like be my official taste tester for like the new desserts I'm making? But like, I'm actually speaking in code. This is just my way of like trying to tell you. you. <laughs> I want there to be a two-way taste in, you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, <laughs> hey. So I'm only like, uh, I think like three. Yeah, I'm only three episodes in. Um, it's it's nice you know it's it's exactly what what you thought it was gonna be you know mm -hmm. like if you've seen this type of j-drama before it's it's that j-drama that you know. <laughs> um i am also watching somewhere uh the thai cherry magic still enjoying that it's very different from the uh japanese one so like go in not thinking that you're about to watch a direct remake of cherry magic but go in going i'm going to watch a gmm tv show starring tain new and go in with that 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 has the vaguely the same plot as the j drama cherry magic and i think you'll enjoy it a lot more than a lot of people who aren't enjoying it because i think they just wanted a direct translation of the j drama cherry magic beat for beat but with Thai actors when in fact they're they're Why like, not no, just go watch the Japanese one again? Exactly. Like, like we're making we're making a GMM TV show. So it's if you've seen a GMM TV BL, <laughs> that's what you should be expecting to watch here. Okay? Don't fool yourselves into thinking you're about to see a shop shop and it, it's an adaptation of the manga right rather than it's yeah, not a but it's take like, on it's the a, drama it's a loose adaptation of well, okay. as well like so just think of it as a very loosey-goosey adaptation where but i will say like the second couple like the writer and like the aspiring dancer chef's kiss they're great uh yeah. the cat the cat is like really stealing the show Every time the cat is featured, you're like, damn, this cat's got it. Okay, this is this cat. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's cute. I'm liking it. I think it's, I think it's fine. Like, as long as you're not expecting to just watch J-Drama Cherry Magic 2.0. You can just go rewatch Cherry Magic. There's also a movie. You don't, like, just yeah. think of it as its own unique show. And you'll be fine. Um, and finally, though, this isn't the only thing I watched. This is the only thing I'm going to talk about. Uh, I've been watching the J-drama um, Perfect Propose. Uh, it's on Gago Lola, uh, which means it is gay. Um, it's currently airing. Uh, four episodes are out so far. It's just six episodes, like 24 minutes episode type daily once a week. Because <sighs> I hate myself. It's good. Um, it's basically about a guy who's basically being very much abused at work. Like, he's like a programmer and his boss is just awful to him and is constantly like you're terrible at your job you're lucky that we hire you like but for some reason despite the fact that he's terrible at his job and they're lucky that he has this job for some reason the boss is always giving him big projects that need to be worked on last minute to be finished so like 
how bad at his job could he actually be mm-hmm. putting this out there um so then he like collapses on the way home and a guy stops to help him and it turns out this guy was like a childhood friend of his who worked for like a restaurant um but the restaurant like a very small like little cafe type restaurant like very small but like the old man that he worked with like collapsed at work and is now in the hospital and he lived with this old man but the old man's son is like i don't feel comfortable with you staying at the house with no one there so he's like i got nowhere to go like hey can i stay with you and then just starts like cooking for him and being like and he's like oh it's you know i haven't seen you in years like he's like yeah can i live with you and he's like yeah i guess like we're bros like do you have a girlfriend he's like no i'm gay and he's like oh you're gay interesting uh-huh <laughs> That's fun. Um, there is like a slight consent weirdness situation in the first episode, but it's real quick and then gets resolved real quickly. But like, if you're like real stickler for that, just know that there is a brief tricky consent situation involving a hand job that happens. Okay, like just doesn't show it. This is like a PG thirteen show, like. Um, and then basically just starts cooking for him and like making sure he sleeps and eats and suddenly his life just starts getting better and he doesn't look like a wild sad shell of a human being anymore because like he's eating and <laughs> sleeping um, and I you know you can assume that romance will come from that uh, sure. anyway I'm really enjoying it um a lot of really good looking food as per usual. And uh, that's on Gaggle If you want to watch it, the new episodes on Friday. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got for right now. So, and with that note, that's it for what we're watching. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed listening to it. And uh, we'll do another episode of this next month because we do this episode every month. Uh, but uh, you can, and if you want to listen to all our past, what we've been watching. You can do so pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found on our YouTube channel and also on our website, certifiednunas.com, where not only do we have every episode we've ever done, we also have links uh, to where you can find the stuff we're watching and time codes to what's going on in the episodes. Um, And if you want to support this podcast, you can take your little fingers and type in patreon.com slash certifiednunas to join the certified found family. There are found family on the web. They're great. They keep the lights on. They get extra little mini episodes. We have a movie night every month. It's really fun. We have a good time. We love the found family. We think they're the best. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. And uh, as always, not only is COVID going around, but measles has made a real surprise comeback. Fantastic. Uh, so please, 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 we implore you. Even if you stop, you can come back. Wear a mask. Wash your hands real well. Get that hand sanitizer going. And as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. All right.